welcome to Ready for Action. This is our January podcast. Yeah, end of the month. We're going to be coming to you monthly, as we said we were going to. So first of all, you've got myself, Joe, and with me is... You've got me, Ash. Uh, Dan Jones. Me, Josh. And Dan Smedley. Uh, we've got anybody else? I forgot to introduce myself. Oh, oh who is that? <laughs> how are you? <laughs> I'm fine, thanks. Uh, how are you? I'm very happy to be here. Uh, that's good to know. <laughs> Uh, Don, do you know who this guy is? Um, it's our very special guest from across across to California. Oh, right, okay. Um, who is your daddy, and what does he do? Um, I, I think the the, uh, the daddy here comes uh, top sixteen in the Grand Clash tournaments. <laughs> Where was that, Seal City? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so on with the uh, the show. Yeah. So we discovered soundboards today. We have. <laughs> <laughs> I tend to use soundboards quite regularly when I'm playing online, but uh, I thought we'd just bring it here, have a bit of fun with it. And uh, everyone loves Arnold Schwarzenegger, don't they? So, why not? Who's he? (laughs) Get out. (laughs) So, um, first of all, what have we been up to? So, I don't mind going first. I've been mainly doing university work, so I've done absolutely nothing (laughs) fun. Yeah, it's been it's been hard going. So uh, I've been completely out of underworlds for at least the last few weeks. How is that art major going anyway? <sighs> I wish it wasn't art major, mate. <laughs> It'd be so much easier than what I'm actually doing. So that's me. How about you, Ash? I'm me. not sure we should really like Ash tell us what he's been doing. <laughs> so it's, uh, the October Grand Clash. I've not even really done much gaming. Lots of painting, but not much gaming. I'm afraid. Is that what you call it? Painting. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what I'm calling it. Lamy <laughs> medium. <laughs> um, so since the last podcast um, I've been to the Grand Clash uh, where I managed to sneak into 6th place pretty impressed with that myself um, didn't do ever so well on the, uh, the skirmish tournament on the Friday uh, I went 3-1 in that one uh, that's 3 losses and 1 win but that is one more win and I've played uh, with the scarce wild hunt from before, so I've done well. Uh, also, may have heard, probably not, but you may have heard me on uh, the Steel City uh, podcast, which is Chatting Chat- Crit. Chatting, Chatting Crit. Crit by yeah. Desmond Tutu. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Josh? What have you been up to? Um, same as Dan, went to the Grand Clash. I, or I think I was. 30 something. I don't actually remember that because the following day I entered with the uh, Chosen Axes because I was just determined to get a uh, best play with them. Well, you do have to make the Chosen Axes great again, don't you? I did, mate, yes. And they will be again. There was. I was the best player of the day with two whole wins last day. <laughs> How many players had Chosen Axes? Well, <laughs> <laughs> actually, there was about six. And there was, was even, yeah, and there was actually a guy from Germany who said, if I don't make top 16, I've uh, brought my uh, Chosen Axes deck that I've been working on to actually do it. And I was like, oh, great, I'm not going to do this. I'll just literally put this together in five minutes. They are my favourite warband to play against at Grand Clash. When I see my opponent pull out the Chosen Axes, I do get oh, yeah. genuinely excited. I think, that's a two they're, they're, they're shit. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's the best, yeah, because I remember that first day I was sat behind. I was like, oh, I wonder who else to go for it. You get Chosen Axes. I was, I was giggling to myself. Because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, I think I was sat giggling to myself as well. Like he's like, "What well, you got? I got, got these I got these uh, chosen actors." <laughs> I just been going. I've got Josh. <laughs> and then you get knocked out. 
We're just not Italian, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> so what about you, Dan? All about me. So the only thing I've done really is the January game clash as well. Managed to go three and one with Rippers. So that is three wins and one loss, which I was really happy with. Although I was like 37th overall, it's pretty much bottom of the three and one bracket because they're very dicey. And I pretty much I went two zero, but then two one, two one, and then lost. So I'd, I'd lost a lot of games. But to be fair, really happy with that. For the amount we've been playing lately, really happy. When we've had the big finishes before, I've been playing a lot. And not having as much practice and not running. So, yeah, really chuffed for that. So I think one thing we wanted to mention on this was um, we've actually been to quite a few Grand Clashes now, as we mentioned in our last podcast. Um, so out of seven Grand Clashes, we've had seven people in top 16. That's, I think that's seven. Individual as well. Individual. Oh, no, actually, me and Ash have doubled up on one. We've, we've, we've had more than that, but I think it's been seven events. We've had seven top yeah. 16s. Top 16s. Yeah. We've had, we've, every, everyone we've been to, we've had a yeah, somebody's, somebody's played the first one. First one, isn't it? We've had three of us. We've had three of us hit the top 16 in the first one. We went. Yeah. And out of that, we've then had a further four where we've been top eight. Yeah. Which is pretty, pretty good going, I'd say. And that, again, if you want to go further, I think we've had... Two in the top four. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yet, as yet as a as a group to make the final. Yeah. So I think that should be one of our focuses for this year. That's well, look, target. like I've said, because I haven't won last year, I may as well just go in and win that. Simple as that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, Get the big boy trophy. Yeah. I think you noticed that this grand clash, though, Dan, that the two day format is the second days. So competitive, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's not like the like one yeah. day grand clash. It's no, it's whole another level. It's a real pace change to see that to just see the step from when you're playing. You can play. Sometimes you can feel like you're playing kind of a casual tournament to start with on, on day one, but day two really escalates quickly. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that, but it was people who didn't make it, no one was just like caring everyone else was getting drunk and all that. I was like, I can't even glad I didn't make it. <laughs> so was um was day two when you got the picture that Nick Bainton shared with you then, Dan? Uh, um, yes it was, yeah. So uh, for those of you who haven't seen that, it's uh, it's on our Facebook page, but basically it was uh Dan received a message from his uh, his lovely wife to tell him to basically calm down and eat some chicken. <laughs> and it went viral as far as I'm aware <laughs> what can be said uh, chicken is well known to induce the crits oh my days right okay so that's what we've been up to um, one thing we said we would do now we were going to talk about the other communities out there as part of the Warhammer Underworlds group. So, first of all, I thought we'd talk podcasts. Yeah, so some like alternative listening and some other things that are out there. Which have had enough of our lovely voices, I suppose. Yeah. And to be fair, there's plenty of content out there. So, recent new one, Chatting Crit, from, as we've mentioned earlier, so Steel City Underworlds. So that's Tom and Mike are doing that. And they're having guests on it. So, Aman was on the first one. And then... Our very own Dan Jones was on the second one, which came out yesterday or the day before. Uh, a couple of days ago. Contest. Yeah. Couple End of January. Yeah. So well, it's out It should have been released a little bit earlier, but the uh, the guys over at Steel City were mourning not getting into the top 16. Yeah. I believe it's going to be a six-episode series yes. going through how to go two to at a Grand Clash. That's something so, like that, yeah. But all with Dan, is that because he takes so long to play? <laughs> 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 no, they're going through like, different deck archetypes and how they prepare and stuff like that. So it's really interesting. Very kind of focused as well on what they do. Tom Not Tom like us where we rabble on. 
Does Tom talk about his dream of getting a trophy with Godsworn? Yeah, I think he hasn't got a trophy with Godsworn, oh. has he? Despite. No, I think everyone here, <laughs> you know, most people with their favourite war band all got a trophy with and something to be proud of, you know. I'm just saying. Just saying, <laughs> just saying Tom. Challenges <laughs> out there for you. Go back to the Godsworn, go back to the one you love. Um, so we mentioned him on there, so he's on the Path to Glory podcast, so that's him and Jonathan Davis, so they talk through, I can't remember exactly their tagline, but it's about like community growth, competitive play, and something else, I've like three things that they kind of focus on, Sweet. so there's a really good podcast to listen to. Um, got What The Hex, so they're, I believe, do they do bi-weekly podcast episodes? They, they joke about it's supposed to be 30 minutes or less, and they've had one that's been less than 30 minutes out of about 50 episodes or something. <laughs> but quality content, so to be fair, if it's long, you don't care. Um, there's also Battle for Salvation. So they're, they're very closely linked with what the heck, they tend to jump on each other's a little bit and into each other. They do a lot of good content as well. And as far as podcasts go, that's pretty much the sort of ones I'm aware of. So if you've got any more and you're listening to this and you have a podcast, Come and comment on our post so I can listen to it because I've got them all saved. And to be fair, there's only so many, so much I can listen to on my journeys to work. He has nothing better to do with his time. Yeah, yeah. that's it. It, it takes well, it takes me an hour to get to work and an hour at home. So to be fair, that's a lot of podcasts done in a day. He's got six hours to do nothing as well. So it's like <laughs> eight hours. I'll do a ten work for eight hours. <laughs> so I can listen to them all. Now. So then the other thing we've got is we've got blogs. So I wanted to mention. Uh, uh, can I roll a crit? Which is John's block. Can you roll a crit? Can, I, I certainly can't. Um, <laughs> you should try more chicken. Is that what I'm going? Right, I'll give that a go, mate. Uh, I also probably, we probably shouldn't have mentioned actually, because John knocked Dan out in the uh, Grand Clash, didn't he? Oh, it was a shame. left him out, though. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a close call. It was a close call. Right, he's a quality player and a nice guy as well. So, yeah, definitely a shout out there. Brilliant game as well, that was. I think the other thing is, he's, he's actually just got a Facebook page now as well. So, if you've not yeah. liked that, please go on and check him out. Give him a like. He's put out some good content. Yeah. Also, Steel City Underworld. So, they not only do the podcast, they started off as a blog. They've also just launched a Facebook page, which has quite a rather amusing banner, I believe. <laughs> Tom and Mike on it. Doing their best Zoolander impressions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Steel. I suppose while we're talking like internet-based stuff, I think Weller Power, don't hear it mentioned too much, you just get thrown about and links from it. So that's like a resource where it's got it's got links to content, so pretty much like what we're doing now and trying to share other content stuff out. But then also there's like deck guides. So if you think you've got a good deck and you want to share it with a community, you can put it on there and post it up. Also, you can just go and look at what other people are doing with stuff. So that's quite interesting. And they've got loads of, basically it's like a links to resources. And Jonathan also does his breakdowns of grand clashes and stuff. So... You can see what yeah. warbands went undefeated in round one, round two, and see what progresses, and see like that one fast rider player that played and then went all the way to the end, like knows what he's doing. You can see that Grimwatch that I might have had a lot, they then drop off, but then the top yeah. players still yeah. play. So interesting, it's like data stuff. Yeah. So it's just really cool. Just to add to that data stuff as well, um, John on Can You Roll a Crit uh, has had guest from um, David Smee who's popped on recently as well to do some deck analysis. Well, not deck analysis, but Grand Clash analysis. I want to say yeah. he's been on it before, and he might be like a mathematician or something, because he does like, I think it might be the same guy, so he does a lot of statistics stuff. Yeah, he's a lot of American like, stuff, doesn't he? Yeah, so that's, that's really cool. And everyone knows that spreadsheets, spreadsheets are sexy. Mm. That's quite hard thing to say, actually, that is. But, he, but he's not Arnold Schwarzenegger, is he? Well, I mean, this is come true. On. 
Very nice to see you all again. Yes, thanks, <laughs> thanks, Arnie. Um, so, let's give you a shout out if you don't, if you haven't seen our YouTube stuff already, and you happen to just have found us through podcast stuff, we have a YouTube channel where we have weekly battle reports. We've run out of them on Sunday, so we better get some more recorded before the next ones. And uh, shout out to like quality content that comes out on a regular basis as well. We've got the Agents of Sigmar. And then a shout out to Miniature Fight Club, if you've seen their battle report. I showed it you guys. Was that what you were just showing us? Yeah. Oh my God, the editing is unreal. It's proper good. I think they've only done two videos so far in like a couple of months, but you can see why. It looks fantastic. It does look amazing. But I mean, the only negative thing I'd say is we just saw Sayek have an attack. And uh, it was only rolling two dice. I mean, what, what's, what's going on there? You're throwing more dice than you, Jack. Yeah, so, you know, we'd say it. All the dice, mate. So really, I think that what that does, it sets the bar, and I think it means that now we need to be looking at uh, perhaps, you know, putting no. a bit more... We're rustic. Oh, oh, we are rustic. We're rustic. <laughs> or rustic. <laughs> <We're> rustic. <laughs> or both. I think that kind of covers the community shout-out. I, I mean, I can just... We, the other option is we could cosplay it. Oh. That's another option. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know you'd love to see me. <laughs> Josh, Josh would be the smallest Moloch. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, we haven't actually got an inbred warband for you. <laughs> Anyhow, swiftly moving on. Right. So uh, let's actually move into. <laughs> So, swiftly moving on to our main content of the event so maybe, today. Maybe you could be one of the Beastman Warbands there. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, we're going to talk now about the new stuff, the new releases. Uh, any editing in this podcast? <laughs> no, please don't get edited. Please don't get edited. I may bleep out any swear words if there's anything horrendous, but that's dangerous. You mean like the one that got bleeped out last time? <laughs> that was incredible. I'll tell you about that one offline, actually. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Uh, anyway, so new stuff. So we did a, a podcast recently about Rothgar and his man trappers. Yeah, or ant rappers as we went on, which I quite enjoyed. Yeah, it's a bit of an ad hot one, wasn't it? We thought we'd throw one out there. Yeah. And um, so we've had the community page release all the details about them a couple of days ago. Um, so we've had all the fighter cards. We've had all the uh, the cards which are coming with them as well. All the objectives. Yeah, all the, all the universals. Uh, all the gambits. It's um, been pretty interesting, actually. Um, but the first thing I wanted to do before we dive in, do a bit of a deep dive on this, was that I wanted to reflect on what we actually said before we'd seen this and how close we actually were with some of our comments so i think what first thing i'll say is we talked about how maybe one of the nobblers would have given me either a different attack or potentially a re-roll i was thinking the i was the arrow guy yeah, yeah. he would give him cleave and maybe an advanced snare. yeah that's that uh, that nobblers quiv 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 so quiv i believe does he give him a re-roll one attack dice in the attack rolls for the fighter yeah, and then trap just, launcher. Just for his trap launcher, which is his range attack. Do we give ourselves a two and a half out of five for that? A two oh, and a half out of four quicks, I'd say, for that, mate. We, uh, we realised that he was going to boost him in some way, stood next to him, but yep. slightly wrong on the uh, application. Yeah, we also um, talked about the um, the dude with the traps. Which novel is that? Uh, that novel is Bushwhacker. Love that wasn't, he, wasn't he a WWF superstar? That's what, I, that's what I've been doing since October. <laughs> um, when you say you've been doing that, do you mean you've been a WWF superstar or you've been 
as we say, bushwhacking. Bushwhacking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'll be honest with you, it fits as well because his uh, attack action is known as the Beast Trap. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the reason why there's a load of sexual harassment claims gone up lately. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can lay a trap, can't he? That's his action. So no, it's not his action. It's his reaction. So uh, after after an activation, so that can be yours or your opponent's. Uh, if there is no friendly trap model on the battlefield and this fighter has no charge token, place a friendly trap model in any adjacent empty hex and give this fighter a charge token. We can only lay one trap a turn, but we can do that after any activation. Which is pretty good, because again, that can potentially allow you to have your opponent have their turn, throw the trap out, and then use Rothgar's trap, mm -hmm. or just to grab him and pull him back yeah. onto it. Yeah. You can even just move him off and then distraction him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it only says charge as well, not movement, so... Yeah, so you can run forwards and then lob it into mm. the middle of them, then perhaps playing something really cheeky like centre of attention. Mm. We think with the placement of lethal hexes now, and then you can run forward, you can literally block a board. Mm. That's yeah. true. Pretty yeah. much just really cut down the approach of your opponent. And also, how much damage does it do? Two. Two. It's pretty good, that. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. Um... We so, also mentioned that there are the the tag team of uh, of Noblars, Lugget and Thwack. Is that, is that also what you've been doing? Uh, <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's double fury. Um, <laughs> we, double, yeah, it's double, it's double fury. Right yeah, it's it's double fury with his beating club. Um, and the frost comes afterwards. <laughs> The uh, so I I was suggesting that that was going to be much higher damage than it uh, than it turns out it is. You were hoping for three. Yeah, five credits. That saying it'd be three damage. Yeah, well, well, damage is it? It's one. Um, <laughs> Close. Oh, yeah. yeah, but that fighter has three wounds. It does. Yeah. yeah. And what's his bonus? Something like so, fewer than two wounds. Uh, plus one dice to the attack action if there are fewer than two wound tokens on this fighter's card. Also, okay. I think he always pushes them as well, doesn't he? Yeah, um, after. Yeah. Yeah, after. After this attack action. Interestingly, and I saw this on Facebook, somebody posted it, can't remember who. However, so Gartok can be pushed by that. Yeah. Because he can't, his reaction back. is during the attack action that he can't be. Ah, back. okay. Uh, during, uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, but remember though that it says after this attack action, if there were fewer successes in the attack roll than the defense roll, push the target one hex. But if you look at that and think, if Gartok kills this fighter with his reaction attack, it's not going to get to be able to push still. But the reaction attack's crap. It depends if he's got great strength, great strength. concealed <laughs> weapon, yeah. and all this. <laughs> and he hits with at most two fury. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thrafnir, I think I said, was going to be a little bit like uh, Riptooth. Yeah. Yeah. The good old doggo. Uh, not quite there. But he does start with two dogs. Pretty yes. solid. Yes. Cleave as well, I believe. Five. Yeah. Yeah. He starts, starts with uh, five move as well, which is pretty solid, to be honest. And he's going to. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah. Three Fury, two damage. 
moving up. And the only real benefit he gets there against Cleave, and he gets a re-roll for one dice in his attack action. Steady. I mean, yeah. re-rolls are good. Good accuracy boost. But, uh, yeah. Everyone used to take uh, awaken weapon and things like that back yeah. in the day. So getting a re-roll is good. Back in the day. Back, back in, in the day. Then we come on to Hrothgorn. 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 So we get five out of five crits, I believe, for uh, saying that he had six wounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we all agreed to just be a little bit less than Molog. Yep. And, uh, we also, I think, get five out of five crits for saying that he could potentially pull fighters towards him. Mm. Yep. And I'm also going to give us uh, five out of five crits for saying that he could also potentially eat people as well. Because one of his upgrades, if I remember rightly, is something called Quick Snack. Yeah. And he can basically eat somebody um, who's stood next to him. Yeah. Because if, if he's four wounds or more, you heal two. Yeah. If yes. he's less, otherwise heal one. So the fatter <laughs> his uh, dinner is, the more he heals. It's a gambit, actually. My apologies. As a reaction gambit. Yeah. Play this after an enemy fighter adjacent to your leader is taken out of action. Doesn't mean it has to be your leader's attack, though. Note that. <laughs> if the enemy fighter's wound characteristic is four or more, heal two for your leader. Otherwise, heal one your leader. So, still pretty good. Yeah. Drop the trap. Pull him into there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Distraction him in. Kill him. Um, <clears throat> you're mean. I mean, look, there's, there's two things which... Two cards which particularly stood out to me as I was flicking through this. So, first of all, they're both upgrades. Uh, is Living Avalanche which basically gives Rothgorn uh, plus one damage to his range one and two attack actions. So his hunting knife hunting is getting pretty beasty now. So that starts off as two smash, three damage, range one, and moves up to three smash, three damage. Yeah, so that's now potentially four with that. Mm-hmm. That's quite cheeky. And the other thing I love is uh, the fact he has massive bulk. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, massive bulk. Massive bulk. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's it's basically his own sudden growth. That's the one, and he looks so, really fat on the fire. Yeah. He does. Well. So if you if you imagine, you just like want to sit him somewhere, especially because he's got the ranged attack. Shove that on him, then also shove uh, sudden growth on him. He's now at what? Ten wounds. Ten wounds? <laughs> <laughs> oh my days. <laughs> Uh, so on his, his other attack action, he has the Trap Launcher, which is a range 3 uh, attack, uh, starting with 2 Fury, 2 damage, and then moving up to 3 Fury. Um, the Trap Launcher also has a additional effect as a reaction after the attack action. If it succeeded, you can push the target up to one hex closer to this fighter, like dragging them in. As we said earlier, there's a possibility there of using... That along with Bushwhacker's uh, trap to be able to do some naughty little uh, damage plays. Mm-hmm. Right through. A bit, a bit of a scorpion yeah. get over here then. Yeah. Kind of approach. That's cool. I think we've got to give uh, Josh some crits as well. Maybe a four or five out of five crits for Mr. AOS Law. We're saying stuff about like icy breath and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. You can see obviously we're fleeing now, so one frozen earth. And like in the text for there, it's a swig of potion, a blast of chilling breath, and soon nothing is left but cracked black That's ice. Right. So he swigs a potion and yeah. sends it out. And there's another one as well, the icy breath, where he basically drinks a flash of a shimmering ice blue potion and then blasts it out everywhere. So you called some sort of effects that were fluffy and like thematic. Yeah. Um, two other things, well, inspiration. Uh, the, the entire warband inspires if an enemy is taken out of action next to Hrothgorn, um, which is interesting to see. And also, there's a bit more of a play around the hunter 
and quarry um, kind of keywords where Hrothgorn um, makes each enemy fighter a quarry, which is interesting to which see. Again, we mentioned yeah. that actually, didn't we? I said that he was probably going to be, he would be a hunter for everybody. Mm. Yeah, which is kind of... Which is the same kind of thing. So, so the hunters in the war by North Hrothgorn and El also Thrathnir mm. the Saber Tusk. Yeah. One of his upgrades that I did like was the one that, uh, I can't remember what it's called now, but it cancels uh, re-rolls against him. So I think it's universal. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, my comment pack, then. Yeah. Uh, let me have a turn. I can't remember. Well, I'll tell you, while you're having a look for that, mm-hmm. let me just discuss another one, which I think will probably be going into a lot of the objective-based decks, which is called Uncontested. So it's a universal one. It's a dual um, card. Uh, basically, you score it in another phase. If your warband holds two or more objectives, and the enemy warband holds no objectives. Yeah. Mm. So for me, you're looking at that and... Um, we haven't really gone through it yet, but what you see in this man trapper's um, kind of ploys and upgrades is that they take away objectives on board. Yeah. And actually, that might not be a good thing. If you're taking away the objectives and you're not stood on any objectives, holding yeah. two objectives and scoring three glory for your opponent is actually quite a harsh one. Yeah. And I thought we're going to see a bit of a swing away from objective play uh, with these releases. Uh, and yeah, we do see a bit of a swing, but also that's that's a bit of a boost for objective play. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it, I could have expected that to be score two glory mm. or scoring three glory. Mm. Makes me think, oh, maybe I shouldn't have put those ghosts down just yet. Uh, <laughs> okay. Maybe you should, Dan. Yeah. Maybe you should. I think it's going to be a swing, though, isn't it? Like, it will just, as soon as glory, it will uh, bring back great concussion or something yeah. like that again <clears> to <throat> cancel it out. So I found the card that Josh was referring to. So it's a universal upgrade, Terrifying Aura. And what this does is when your opponent plays Prize Vendetta and chooses that fighter, you go, oh, I'm going to put Terrifying Aura down. And it states, this fighter is not and cannot be a quarry. In addition, opponents cannot reroll dice and attack rolls for attack actions that target this fighter. Mm. So you can nicely cancel out a, a Prize Vendetta there. I mean, the thing is, there's, there's quite a few cards to go through, and obviously we don't want to bore you all to us by going through every single one of them. Um, so what I'd like to do now is try and move on, actually, to the other warbands. Well, we, we're going to talk in a minute about the Worm Sprat, because, you know, they've been kind of previewed as well via mm-hmm. Warhammer Community page. But before we do that, on the cards that they've released as part of the uh, Rothgore's introduction, there seems to be a lot of Daughters of Cain pictures on there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, ladies. Oh, yeah. Um, so we get a bit of a look at what the warband's probably going to contain. So we've got a couple of, let's say, normal, and in inverted commas, um, witch elves. I think it'll be a hag and two warriors, isn't it? Yeah, like but then, on the aggressive strategy card, yeah. there seems to be a snake lady. Yeah, or maybe it's a mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> Shock, they didn't have deep king yet. Yeah, that's it, yeah. 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 <laughs> So yeah, so what are we thinking? Maybe a four, four or five member warband for that? I think it will be a four fighter warband. I'm surprised we haven't seen any pictures of a wingy elf. A wingy elf? What are the wingy elves called? Yeah. Which I'll call the wingy elves. Wingy, wingy elves. elves. Yeah. Yeah. I know which ones you mean. Wingy. I, think, I think four as well. Four in the same vein as uh, Authority Guardians. So similar yeah. kind of health levels, or similar kind yeah. of movement and things. I, the other option is, will they get a pet? Because you know the other elf has got a pet, haven't they? The mm. the Kanothi have got a pet. They've got oh, the they've got the little meow wow. I don't 
Maybe a Hydra? <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> it's got many heads! Yeah, that they can work. They have many. Cold ones is about the only thing yeah, associated. That's more just dark yeah, elves, yeah. not daughters of Cain. Maybe they'll just, yeah. we'll just have a cold under blood. I reckon the, the one with the serpent's tail, she'll probably have a space. So I wonder if she'll be more of the ranged attack one. So it's the blood system. Yeah, because yeah, they, yeah, they even come with that. Or they come with a bow. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. from the picture, it looks like she's got a spear. Yeah, I, I was hoping that we were. She's got a spear? Not you can't see on the on the picture, but I think it, yeah, she could either have the spear or she can have uh, a bow based on the law again. Yeah. But anyway, let's talk now about the. Uh... Oh, I want more talk. Go on then. I think we'll see combo on the witch elves' fighter cards. Okay, tell me more, Dan. Tell me more. It's something that's been a keyword that has been used so far on a couple of upgrades. Um, one upgrade that has come out recently as well, which is finishing blow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think we'll see more of that on the fighter cards. I think we might see that the witch elves have weak attacks, but are able to make chain attacks. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that would make sense. That'd be cool. And then here they can use. So finishing blow we didn't mention before, but deserves a special shout out. It does deserve a special shout out. So it's a two smash, two damage attack. Which you can just use normally on its own if you like, but however it's got a reaction. And it's after this fighter's successful attack action with combo, so you make that attack first with combo, you then make this attack action. It must target the same fighter, but when you make this attack action in this way, it's plus two damage. So it's doing two anyway, it then becomes four damage wow. on this attack. So, yeah, you've got your attack that has combo, and then that attack as well. So, doing some serious That's damage. That's pretty good, that is. Yeah. And then if, yeah, if witch elves get that, maybe one or two of them maybe get that as a standard sort of thing. <laughs> That's going straight in there. I won't be surprised if they don't, you know. Like you say, they're kind of the law again. Yeah. They're very much known for that kind of bloodlusty yeah. you know, kind of approach. Like to carve Cain's name and their victims and blah, 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 and all the pathetic things elves do. Josh has been reading up on that. Sounds like a normal Saturday night. I mean, I'm reading the new Gotrek books. Man. Oh, have you, mate? Talk about that in a minute or two if you want, bud. Um, anyway, let's talk about the the crew that everyone's excited for. Well, at least me and Dan are. Orcs! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the orcs. We're talking Nurgle. We're talking the worm spat. Looks like my ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> she can put that in the fucking divorce. <laughs> So you've heard it here first, ladies and gents. Now, More quick, ladies than gents. A quick That's question as well. Um, is the the picture of the rear of that fighter something similar as well? <laughs> Make your own minds up. <laughs> it's competing with the Beastman for the best butt. <laughs> Definitely. So we know there are three fighter warband now. We yeah. know we've got what looks like a female wizard. Yep, it is a female wizard. Yeah, with her like weird cat-like thing, which is like a nurgling cat. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got the two, let's call them the brothers, the brothers Grimm. Yeah. We've got Mr. My Arse is Hanging Out, literally. <laughs> and the prolapse of Nurgle. What was that thing he used to have in 40k? Stream of Corruption? No, 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 the, re, re, the, the Reclaimer. <laughs> the Reclaimer. The Reclaimer. <laughs> the Reclaimer's probably, probably not going to make official Games Workshop canon. Okay. <laughs> we won't talk about the Reclaimer then. I um, think that's for a, a late night... Uh, Podcast, podcast yeah, you do that. Yeah. 
Um, and then we've got um, so we've got a dude with two axes who's a, who's like a blight blight king. He's a, lot, he's a lot fatter than the other one as well, so I'm wondering mm. why there'll be difference in wounds between the two of them. Possibly. I mean, he's probably just not been working out as much. Or maybe he's a generation or something. Faster than him. Maybe, the, maybe Fat Lad doesn't come with uh, block, but comes with dodge. Or maybe he doesn't come with... I don't know. No. I, I think it's a disgustingly resilient so. sort of trait for Yeah, him. I... Yeah, like yeah. Roll a dice and on a crit you ignore one wound, one attack. Always something that fires back. Yeah. Maybe he's just got a belly flop attack. Belly flop. I, I wonder though if um, <clears throat> they will also be able to. You know, like the beasts have the trap, but yeah. they can make lethals as well, like like contaminating the earth. So I know on the community page when they put the teaser out, they were talking about uh, harnessing malignant magic. And potentially something else we haven't seen yet. Now, whether yeah, that is the magic or whether it's a hmm. different kind of there's a, a new yeah. thing that we haven't seen yet. Whether it's like a new keyword like yeah. poison and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, poison's out, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's something similar. Yeah. Something, something new along those lines. Yeah, that could I work think, actually. I think it's a belly flop attack. Belly flop <laughs> combo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As you say, next up is the That's just you. Well, we then move on to, I think that might be the guy with the arse, actually. The slightly thinner one with the spear. Yeah, I think that's a awesome model. If yeah. people have criticised it, saying it's the worst one, I think it's the oh, best yeah. one out of the, the, the lot. It looks intimidating. It looks like a proper painter's yeah. model. I think it to be honest, I, I actually like all of them. I think yeah, they're, they're really all nice. great. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's not been an Underworld model I've not liked, I don't think, to be fair. Everyone's contemplating that. I think that this one's, <laughs> his spear will probably be ranged two, and then it looks like he's only some death heads. So a ranged attack. Ranged three. Mm. And that could be this new ability, maybe it's something linked with that, and it lingers on them. Like I think you'll pass them with Scythe in. We haven't seen much of that. Two warbands with Scythe in. Obviously, made a big deal out of that rule. Yeah. Added it in, but. Hey, maybe Scythe will come on the the on The, the axes. Yeah, maybe, maybe the yeah, maybe he's he's a attack sort of thing. Maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fury attack there. But, um, I was going to go somewhere, but I'm not. <laughs> well, I, think I, I, I think I know where you're going. I think I know where you're going, actually. So the guy that we were just talking about, he looks like an older model as well. Oh, yes, he does. Look, like an old classic. Uh, I think there was some discussions on one of the Facebook pages at one point. Yeah. 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 I think you posted it up, didn't you, the I old model? I posted a picture of the old model, but I don't I think Games Workshop do quite like to do that. They like to take an older model that some people probably don't remember. There's just a few key members of the community, and then they go, yeah, uh, we'll update it because that's just such a classic model. I think that's, model. that's yeah. the picture there that I posted up. So you can see some similarities. It's got a spear. Yeah. But, so, um, apologies for those listening on the podcast. You can't see anything. Yeah. <laughs> Danny's actually basically showing the microphone the picture. <laughs> I can get it. I'm not technical, not technically done, but I can push it in somehow. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Technically, I can just push it in somewhere. Push my, um, push my <laughs> um, This lad's got a "We will watch you" foam hand. <laughs> we will watch you. Well, you know, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> that queen. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> the stalker's version of We Will Rock You. <laughs> Why does it feel like somebody's watching me? Just it. Just someone in a push outside with a phone finger. Right? <laughs> it's you! I've got my eyes on you. Oh, God! Anyway. Just to let everyone know, this podcast is not edited. <laughs> and it's also not serious. <laughs> and it's also not scripted Ooh. either. <laughs> just had a quick thought, actually. I wonder if their new feature is if anyone goes to go in base to base with them, they actually lose a dice with attack. Because normally Nurgle's fingers are getting close. Yeah, usually it's like minus one to hit and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. they're going to turn smash into fury. Potentially. I know some of the AOS ones, they give off um, damage when they die as well, don't they? Mm, like, um, yeah. I know you're great on clean one, I a up against that, that gives off like, more wounds, doesn't it? It does. When you kill it. So I wonder if perhaps well. something has that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just my nerglings are falling out, mate, that's not all. It's all either way. So is the way. I really hope, to be fair, that the One Underworld, so it was on their official Facebook page where they showed all the cards, wasn't it, yesterday for Hrothgorn? Yeah. So, fingers crossed that it's maybe one. tomorrow or whatever, we get the preview on the community site and then, boom, another done. Yeah. Here's all the cards. Because that was actually really cool. It obviously built hype as well, mm. so. Yeah. It's great. It's just a shame we haven't got them today and we could have done our, unless we do our guesses now, what other things do we think they're going to have? Mm. Belly flop attack. Belly flop attack. Yeah. Level two. Wizard. Level two wizard. Level two wizard. Fair enough, yeah. Hunter on both the warriors. Apparently, an appalling visage. What <laughs> <laughs> if the cat does anything? I say the cat, the demony thing. The ugly thing. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's an upgrade like the toad yeah. on Molog. Yeah. And maybe it's some kind of spell familiar. <laughs> yeah. Familiar would work, actually, so maybe she could upgrade it to make her a level three wizard, which would go. <laughs> What's going on? I was going to say something. I went through my head and I thought, that just sounds so fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you think about um, some of the cards we were looking at earlier, one of them, one of them talks about um, rolling three dice for for a spell, successfully casting a spell. Yeah, yeah. we say spells. After a family fight, to cast the spell, so you've got to cast it. Assuming it doesn't say successfully cast, but. The cast is involved, no, I'm assuming now that that That's is successful. they have to have cast it. It's which not, is, yeah, it's not cast if you don't succeed. No, yeah, but I could see people trying to argue that. Yeah. Anyway, no. Uh, but yeah, and you roll three or more dice in the casting roll. So that would make sense. If it's coming out at the same time as the release yeah. and that, obviously you've got well of power, maybe they'll have something else to, yeah. to do. Yeah. So. I mean, I, um, I had a bit of a discussion earlier on the Facebook page with Phil Lancaster about that and there's also all the cards you've got to think well remember back to uh, the days of curse breakers but haymaker potion of rage determined effort are also other options for a level two fighter to boost their number of dice to yeah, mm. to, to also cast that mm. so shout out to phil for that yeah the other thing i was just going to have a quick look through do you remember the uh, token set that came out a while back Oh, yeah. I wonder whether there was any tokens in there which might have given us a bit of a giveaway, but I think the majority of them have been accounted for now. So the madness counters have been accounted for, the ritual counters have been, sacrifice counters? They're Sounds like men, aren't they? Mm, no, they're, they're, the, they're the, the ritual ones, aren't they? Oh, they're ritual, yeah. Okay. So the sacrifice counters could be, I'm going to guess, with the daughters of Cain. 
Was there so a two, was yeah. there a horn tooty one? There is a horn, a horn counter. So when, when, you, when you've got the horn, so we'll give that to Ash, um, you get the horn counter. Thank you very much. No worries, mate. Anytime. Yeah. It's, a sm- it's a small counter, by the way. Toot toot. <laughs> a kazoo counter. <laughs> and then um, you're going to have the 15 wah counters, which oh, I'm assuming. Definitely. So I don't know whether there's anything in there which we would say is actually going to be linked to the nerve lot or not. What about potency? Potentially potency. Mm. Potency counters, possibly. possibly. So the madness counters is linked to the Zaccard, which gives madness counters. Yeah. Feast is obviously Grimwatch. Yeah. One of those can feast on things. So I think there's only the the wild, potency counters. The wild form counters are a new spell, wild form, Yeah. which uh, when you roll a double of the various types, it also gives you an additional effect, yeah. which is plus one move, plus one wounds, or plus one defence. As well as plus one damage to your next range one or two attack action. Interesting. If you could throw six dice at it and roll two crits, two channels, and two swirly whirlies, you'd get all of them because it says one or more of the following. Mm. But Ooh. I don't think anything's rolling six dice to try and cast a spell. Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that, that's. Yeah, I just thought I'd mention the tokens. I thought they were quite an interesting thing to reflect back on as well as part of this. Yeah, no, good chat. Mm. Good chat. Um, so I'm personally really looking forward to seeing these on the table. I shall oh, be purchasing them very shortly. Yeah. I know you'll be doing the same, Dan. Yeah. Are you going to get on board with this, Ash? What's that? Sorry, I have that. looks a bit like your ex-wife. Are you going to pick up that model to paint? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm not. Oh, it's disappointing, mate. I thought you would have had a better eye for detail with that, you see. No. Fair play, nothing else to say to that. Okay, fair play, mate. Fair play. <laughs> it also looks like the female ogres that set for Blood Bowl. But... <laughs> <laughs> she'll, not be, she'll not listen to this. Though. Ursula says we'll be interested. So. I don't know. She might be told. We do have a, a large housewife community. We do have a housewife community, yes. <laughs> Group of followers there, so shout out to the housewives. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's probably everything for, uh, for those... The Nurgle crew, the Ogre crew, and also the, uh, the Daughters of Cain for now. So that probably leaves one more thing to talk about with the new stuff. And what's that going to be? Today we're going to play a new fun game. And the fun, new fun game is Wham! Undoors Online has been released finally. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yesterday. It did. The 28th of January. Um, yeah, you looking forward yeah. to it, Joe? I, I can't wait. I've actually downloaded it myself now on Steam. I haven't played it yet. I am having some level of self-control. I know that Josh has had a few games. Yeah. Josh has spent yeah. all day playing it. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> um, um, I've downloaded it. Um, I played the first two rounds of the beta. I missed that. Well, I got into the last beta and then all shit went wrong. So I didn't get any time to play it. So I'm looking forward to set up for streaming it. So hopefully online this weekend, streaming it. Uh, sure, should be good fun. Yeah. Awesome. So well, what we'll do is when Dan starts streaming it and he's got a few wins under his belt, which I'm hoping will be quite quickly, uh, no. we'll get him. Uh, we'll get him streaming, and you can go and uh, heckle him and heckle yeah. cheer him on. And we'll, uh, we'll follow the antics. Yeah, give the game some support as well. You know, it deserves it. It's a good game. Yeah, yeah. The Steel Sky Productions. I think I've done a good job with it. Yeah, really the uh, good. the animation looks really good. <laughs> the uh, the environment looks incredible, actually. Yeah, the various boards. Really nice. yeah. I like when you kill a character with all they fade away, like they're doing the story as well. A little added. That's nice, bit. that is. Yeah. Don't feel as well at the minute, it's still in early access. Yeah. So it's not the polished and refined game yet. What I found on the beta when people were pointing things out to them, 
also not just glitches and things that weren't working right, but also things like this could be made a bit better, like the angle of the dice. You couldn't actually really tell at the beginning which dice facing was the one that scored, and they've changed that so it's all clear and obvious. So they do okay. actually really listen to the feedback. That's really good. Yeah, that's really, yeah. really been enjoying it. Um, so yeah, um, send us. Oh, well, I'm wondering what send us fire flares for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you listen to Steel Sky Productions, I know that Josh would love to play with the fire slayer. So, mm. if you want to kind of like try and prioritise them as an extra release, he'll be all over that. Oh, sure. definitely. At least then you'll get one sale of that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether you'll sell any more, but we'll they're, they're the most popular warband, even now. <laughs> so, so we mentioned, we were talking earlier before we started recording about how they're releasing the DLC. So from what I said before, so the warbands will be, I don't know, a few pound each or whatever. But when they're releasing the warbands, the universals that come with them are just in the game. Yeah. That's so really cool. If you don't yeah. want to play that warband, you haven't got to buy them. You can just ignore them and you'll still get the universals. So as the power level goes through, you'll yeah. still be just as competitive as the others. I highly recommend just buying them all anyway because they all play different. And if you want to beat them, you, kind of, you want to know how to play them as well. So you understand how they work and how they go. But I thought that was a really nice touch to stop you having to buy every single release that came out. Because then let's say they were only a few pounds each. When they've got all the warbands out, it's going to be like a £150 video game. That should be a lot. Whereas you can make it that if you want. But if you don't want to, you just want to play your favourite warband, so you can still be competitive yeah, and still have it. So True. You've got which is four, a great four to start off with as well, which is really good. Yeah. Forks, Support Shield Guard, McGraws, Steel Arts. So I think they'll do Shades by first. It seems yeah. they haven't kind of hinted at exactly how they're going to release it, but it pretty much seems that they'll release Shades by first and then. I'd assume just move to Nightbolt and move, move through. through. Yeah. I hope it's accelerates quickly. I really want to catch up because then it'd be great to be a training ground for you. Then. I think it needs, yeah. to, it needs to be quick, doesn't it? Yeah, although it's a, it's a lot of work, so I can't imagine it'll catch up in Beastgrave and it'll probably, even working really fast, probably won't catch up by the end of the next season. Cause mm. Think of the release schedule of a video game and coding and stuff. I mean, I don't even understand it, but it doesn't seem easy. I mean, so, the other thing I think I've mentioned is um, for, these, for this particular release, They've actually done some um, separate skins as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the access, yeah. So you've got different skins for both McGaws and for Steel Hearts. In fact, for all of them. Yeah. Um, I didn't realise that. Yeah. yeah. So the majority of them are kind of more black and white. Let's go with that kind of approach. Noir. Noir. So even Sporkle Guard have actually got black bones with white cloth and things. Look, no. They look really cool, yeah. actually. So this might even be a good way of if you haven't painted your warbands yet, I think the majority of us have painted season one now, um, they might be the ones to go for. Mine were quite easy because I uh, sprayed them white and then uh, covered them in, probably murder the name, Nihilac Oxide. Ah, Nihilac. Nihilac. The one that you put Verdigral onto the brass yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And just slammed that all over and was like, yep, yeah, they're ghostly. And then ghosts came out. So yeah, I mean, I think what we'll do is, uh, I say, Dan will be streaming online with it, but probably in the next podcast we'll have a bit of a, a catch-up potentially with them. I'll, I'll drop them a message and see if we can have a conversation with them, yeah. uh, and then we'll discuss how we found it. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Sounds good. Um, so what I wanted to do now is I've actually just put a picture up on our Facebook uh, asking for any questions while we're recording, huh. and uh, Mike Arnold's uh, been the only person who's replied. Hi Mike. Hi Mike. Hi, Mike. Oh, we've had two now. Oh, oh thanks, oh, Hawkins. Thanks for that, mate. <laughs> uh, 
But Mike, oh, so so I actually sat next to Mike at the uh, the Rico Arena Grand Clash with my with, when I lost ripped my trousers. So he had the the full of being sat next to me for an entire first round with my uh, dangle bro out. And he said, "What was the most bullshit loss you've ever had?" For example, he was winning twenty one eight versus Grimwatch, and in his opponent's last activation, he scored a massive sixteen glory. <laughs> so, who wants to go first? I'll go first. He's heard it many a time before. Uh, the Sanctuary, uh, January last year, 2019, I played Magor's Fiends uh, straight into um, J. Clare's Sepulchral Guard. I scored 23 glory, and somehow J. Magic 23 glory up uh, at the end uh, with keys, and uh, yeah. He does that though, he just throws extra glory on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, Jay. I can, I can see the scar still actually, Dan. You seem to be uh, wearing that, mate. Yeah, I still have to get into the fetal position and rock every so often. You don't, you, don't, you don't score 23 glory and lose. Just a bleach shower afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Still wakes up in a cold sweat. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I've actually had that that bad a loss to be honest. I think. I think the only one I've, I've had, which I want to mention, it was. It wasn't recorded. I think it was just me and uh, me and Ash. We were. We were. We were supposed to be on Warhammer TV, and unfortunately, we got we got uh, pushed off for Nova. Yeah. This was last year, or two years ago, probably now. And um, we were playing what we were actually going to play online. We I was saying Bugmans. We were saying Bugmans, mate. Yeah. I was. I was running the Gorge. You were running um, Zarvax, and. Um, no matter what I did, <laughs> you managed to smash me in like two or three games. Like, and again, I was the same. I seemed to be starting off like getting the glory train rolling, and then all of a sudden, God, my guys just imploded. The gits are amazing at times, and then they're crap. All this. <laughs> I, I, think, I think for me, mine was probably against you, Dan. Uh, yeah, Saint- Sanctuary, Curse Breakers v Curse Breakers. Remember that one where I beat really Mr. Smedley first? And then did you beat it? I beat yeah, it. There's both this photo evidence that should prove that. And then you actually oh, yeah. stuck me in like that, that one was, turn. That was the, it would be good two activations, mate. Yeah. Um, I, I think that was the one where you were gloating over beating Mr. Smedley and you were you were on the way up to, yeah. to win the trophy. It was. But then I did go and have a nice ice cream with Nick Bayton afterwards. So we had sprinkles and raspberry sauce and it was not too bad. <laughs> 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 Imagine. What about you, Smith? I don't know. I can't think of anything where I've like tears and cry when Ash battered me. The game before. That's probably the same thing where I just couldn't do anything. And like you sit there and you try and empower and you roll a swirl. You try and empower, you roll a swirl. You then go, I'm just going to charge and do formation, two channels. <laughs> you're just like, come on. And then Ash just goes, here's seven tombs. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love my tone deck. <laughs> it was a good tone deck. And how about you then, Josh? Don't lose, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember I think mine was actually in the against Smeds, where number one of them, where no matter what you try and pull off, that Smed did against Ash. You try and do anything you can. He's either got an answer for it or it's just, it just, you just can't roll. So he came in with fuel um, against the curse base. So we were both 2 out at that point. Yeah. And I said, I'm quite happy that we've drawn each other. So it was the single day grand clash. And I thought, one of us is going to win this. Yeah. So one of us is up on them top tables fighting to be in the grand final, whoever wins it. So it's quite a good 
Fuel, you played Haymaker on, I think, so you had four dice charging in against Stormsire. I sat down and I'm like, he's gone. you know what? He's going to be removed. He's dead. So I'm just going to ride my luck. And I dropped aggressive defence. Thinking, oh well. Why not? Just roll four dice. Missed with all four. Then overswarmed and obviously took another two. Missed again. So he's rolled six dice to try and score a single smash or crit. And I'm dead because I can't defend. Yeah. And he's failed. The aggressive defence had Tempest Might and Glory Seeker on him, shining for four and then Spear of Axe shooting yeah. him straight after him. <laughs> 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 it was just like you were crying. It was just like, yeah, nothing came to I think even when I was just trying to put a few plans together, I was like, I'm just going to move in here. I'm going to just do this and stop that. It was a, I'm going I'm to move here and it was a distraction. It was a mirror yeah. move. It was, yeah. Just, yeah, no matter what cards you have in your deck, it just stops it. I think everyone's had them. <laughs> to be fair, I met quite a few people with that deck and nobody could. So Mark Carlin likes to push fighters a lot and he likes to control the board and stuff. Yeah. And I played against his steel horse who was doing that at the vault and he didn't have an answer for it because everything he did, I had an answer for because I just had more tech. And Curse Bay mm-hmm. was just a bit better than steel horse. So you met, you met a strange demise at the end of that deck. Yeah, it sounds like yeah. it. So we've had another couple of other questions I just want to quickly run through. So first of all, we've had one from uh, Kev, who's missing tonight. And he wants to know, where's the good-looking one gone? Where, I'm here. I'm here. I didn't know he had one. No. <laughs> no, I didn't know he had either. Never mind. Anyway, never mind. And the, uh, the final question, which is something which uh, our we... friend Mr. Hawk has posted. Can you solve this equation? Well, I've been struggling with this. Please, can you answer uh, oh wait, I know, I know this one. James, this is actually read your rules for AOS. It might help in games. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, James? Actually, I actually did uh, forty-two. Is it forty-two? It's 42. I was going to say I actually yeah, did it's, uh, everything. Everything. Forty-two. <laughs> if, I, if I get in there and look really, really closely at it, I do know what the answer is to it. But I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> anyway, no, we, we should do that more often. Actually, when we're recording, put up a. Which, to be fair, we should. Keep an eye on the Facebook page. We'll put a post up asking for questions beforehand. But no, appreciate those. Well, appreciate two of them. <laughs> <laughs> not Kev. Not Kev. No. Okay, so um, next up, um, upcoming events. I thought it was worth us giving a bit of a shout out to any events which are coming in the next sort of month or a bit, which we're aware of. Yeah. So if anyone's listening out there and you live nearby or you fancy a bit of a trip out, um, you may even see some of us there if you're lucky. Or lucky. depending on how you look at it. Yeah. Depends on how you look at us as well. Depends if the attractive one's going or not. <laughs> so first of all, we've got uh, a session at Outpost Games on the 1st of February, uh, which is Martin's event. I understand Martin Collins' event. Yeah, so Martin Collins runs out at the Outpost up in Sheffield, and that is in two days' time. Probably in like a day's time when we release this. So if you're at loss as to what to do this Saturday, the 1st of Feb. Get yourself down there, so it's a well run event. There's that venue over the road that just a great fries oh, that are loaded oh. with alumi cheese and pork so like and maples to it. Yeah. They're like 15 yeah. quid for a portion of chips, but oh. We went with uh, Mike and Freya and Tom Denyer and that we last did, time, yeah. and it was like, yeah, it was dirty chips or something, whatever it was called. Oh, it was incredible. Like a food court, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Sure. In the middle of this run-down <laughs> warehouse talking more about the food court than that. Right. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. It was, <laughs> take your money with you. It's like £8 a pint as well. Yeah, it was It was good though. It's, it's the only way Ash ever remembers wherever he goes. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like, <laughs> did I get fed? Did I get fed? how he rates his dates. So uh, second up, we've got uh, Shade Glass Games in Ilkeston on the 8th of February. 
That's uh, Ross. This is his second tournament, I believe. It is, yeah. Ross B's uh, shot. Yeah, Martin stole the trophy off of the first one. <laughs> I think he'd planned it for this weekend, but he's pushed it back so it doesn't clash with Martin's. Yeah, uh, yeah he's, uh, he's tried to, yeah, he's flexed it because Martin, I think, had his booked in first. Whatever. But yeah, Shea Glass Games up in Ilkeston. Yeah, um, then we've got um, one at Boards and Swords Hobbies in Derby on the 29th of February. Um, mm. No. We just missed that as last week, didn't we? All the week yeah. before, so last week, I'm going to try and try and get down for that one. That's so that should be really good. Um, and then the last one I wanted to mention was at Vault 14 up in Doncaster uh, on the 8th of March. So no, that's they're usually well attended events in terms of like I've been to one of those 14, I think was the lowest, and I've been one of those 22 was the highest. So yeah. well attended event. And you've got the vault dwellers that play up there. So like. John Greenwood, Rob yeah. Matheson, yeah. Mole Ollie Hodgson, who runs it for yeah. us. So. Did we beat okay. all of those guys last time? Yeah. yeah. I also beat Nick Baton with my goblins and his Moloch. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that, Nick? Yeah, that, that's a great venue as well, to be fair. Okay, so I think that's it for me. We got anything else we want to talk about before we wrap things up? No, I don't think there's anything else. Unless someone has a time. No, I don't think yeah. so. Yeah. So. That's good. So first of all, please add us on Facebook if you're not a friend already or like us. We're at 494 likes. So we'd absolutely love just to push over that 500 bracket if you can. Uh, please like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, we're still putting up regular content. Hopefully with the streaming side of things with Warhammer Underworlds Online, Dan will have to be able to post some of that up as well. Yeah, I am thinking if that goes all right, I might record some stuff and put some stuff on there. Potentially even do some guides or something that could be cool so, yeah. uh, we've also got a twitter and an instagram so please also add us on there we might even post some different content on there just to sort of you know lure you in um we should set each other some punch of manage each thing and then it's different yeah that's one yeah. way of doing it yeah <laughs> then who can get the most followers oh, oh. competition okay we'll consider that uh, let's, <laughs> let's see though who's going to actually do the the painting for instagram which one of you guys is going to paint something other than what you're playing? Me. I, I'm happy to do that. I've got some time. I'll sort of I'll paint a wall band if you paint my Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say how well you need to be painted. That's a good point. You ain't seen my painting. <laughs> <laughs> we have. So, yeah, as Joe says, give us a follow on any of those mediums. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, if you don't, give us a comment. If you do, give us a comment. Give us a like, yeah. thumbs up. Let us know what we can do. If you'd like a bit, a bit of uh, guidance on how to go bushwhacking, please hit Ash up. Hit me up, baby. <laughs> Is that directly on Tinder? No. <laughs> grinder, more like. I'm grinder, I'm a grinder, baby. Hello, welcome to the Ready for Action Hotline. How can we be of service? <laughs> Just a reminder to uh, try that Warhammer Underworlds online as well. Yeah, yeah, that again. Shout out to the Steel City guys for that. Not Steel City. Still Sky Productions. Still City, you've been very busy. <laughs> so, that's it, guys. Awesome. See you next time. See you later. Bye. Bye. Cheers.